Yo, what up, Lucy? Why not? It's podcast. Your boy Daniel. What's up, y'all? Should Yo, what's going down? It's your boy Reese. What's up, y'all? It's Jeremy. We are back for episode 24, 24. man. 24. It's been a good week, man. That last that last episode was fire, man. That was a good episode. It was good. Yeah, yeah. Shout out to Gemini Jazz for coming in and rocking with us, man. Yeah. We love that. Yeah. Um, we but you back. know, this is the podcast where we challenge our people to grow consciously, man. We appreciate y'all rocking with us. A call to action. Please subscribe, like, share, leave a comment. Leave a review for us, man, because all that does is just put more people in our stratosphere to come listen to this content, man. We appreciate y'all. I'm going to uh, go through what we got today on episode 24. So, of course, I'm going to kick it off the chat in a second for the tip of the week. And then with How to Not, we're going to talk about the Oscar nominations. Uh, ODB handing out fake cash at LSU. That's fake? No, it's real. Allegedly. <laughs> oh, shit. Allegedly. <laughs> Antonio Brown versus baby mama. <laughs> the playoff oh, preview conference finals coming up. <laughs> and Lonnie Love versus Black Men. And then with our conscious news, we're gonna talk about Cory Booker uh being out of the uh the campaign and then also your thoughts on whether black issues are on the ticket this election. And then the main topic of the day is do you still go to church? And we'll expound on that a little bit more with the episode. But hey Chad, I'm gonna kick it over to you, man. What's up for the tip of the week, bro? man tip of the week is a every bad situation we encounter in life has a positive outcome we must learn to make the best out of the most difficult situations because they aren't going to get any better from us complaining and worrying um i don't want to spend time complaining because like like we said before you know like time is like your most valuable asset yeah absolutely you can't get time back so um instead of worrying use that time to find a solution um, early in the show, um, before the show even started, Chris, you were saying that, uh, no, that's not true. Every bad situation doesn't have a, a positive outcome. Um, like I said, you have to find it. So, um, last weekend, um, that was a bad situation that happened in my, in my household. Uh, my mom had fell down trying to help out my father and she ended up, uh, hurting her leg in the process. So, uh, I got a phone call and was told by my brother, Hey man, mom hurt her leg. You gotta come home. Cause there was nobody to help take care you know take care of them so i was like bet i'm, I'm on the next day smoking go yeah. home make sure i take care of them so when i get home lo and behold uh my mom she can't really walk on her legs she got a brace on it you know my dad had a second stroke like about a year and a half ago so he's incapacitated in his room he can't really get around and there basically was nobody to just really just go and help them yeah. so I, I went home and made sure that happened. Now, my brother and my sister, they, they do help out when they have, they have the time to because they both work as well. So we all, you know, collabed on making that happen to help work for them. But in the process of doing so, I was able to come in and find a physical therapist uh, for my father to come in home and help him get better. So I took that situation with my mom hurting her leg as a call to action for me to come home and be a part of my family because I've been kind of estranged for a very, very long time. You know what I'm saying? It took for my mom to hurt herself for me to go back home and start like reunifying with my family. Yeah. You know, that's the way I that's the way I look at it, this situation. So I just pass it on you guys. Yeah, no, there's always a lesson within adversity. I think that's the biggest thing that we definitely gotta focus on as a people. And a lot of it is tied to choices too at the same time. If you look at the root cause of where the adversity came from, that's about ten made a bad choice in that process so like chad say learn from it man take that take that opportunity when you find something that's not 
um, to your advantage, take the opportunity to learn from it, grow, and try not to repeat that mistake again. So mm -hmm. that's good, man. Good tip of the week, bro. Appreciate it. Let's get to this how to not, fellas. How to not. So the Oscar nominations, man. It looks like we we playing. Uh, it looks like uh, Groundhog Day. There's not a not enough black representation. So what do y'all think about that? Is that how to not? Kick it over to Chad first. Is he on the? You want to go to me? First yeah, we kick it over. We are gonna bring it back around. I don't around. think I really want to go to me with this because I'm gonna tell you right now from my perspective, I'm gonna go with some not, and I'm saying it's not because this shit has been going on for far too long. Um, you're right. There's not enough, you know what I'm saying, black representation. And it has been like that for years. And the shit irks me because the people who have won, I don't know if y'all guys looked at it, like put up the list of the guys who have won Oscars or uh, supporting uh, supporting roles. It has always been for roles that society marks us as. Like uh, Denzel Washington won uh, training day, training right. day for being a fucking crooked cop thug. Holly Berry won for being a whore. Uh, Cuba Gooding Jr. won for being an athlete. Jamie Foxx won for being a a freaking musician, a black musician. You know what I'm saying? It's no. like we're portraying ourselves, but what about the roles where, like, what's this guy? Well, Malcolm X is one. Malcolm Asian X. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. come on, or like, uh, speak. What's the dude, man? From uh, Nick Fury. From, uh, oh, Sam Jackson. Sam Jackson. That boy played in hundreds of movies, literally. Yeah. yeah. And not even a nod. You know what I'm saying? Like, come on, not even a Golden Globe nod. Yeah, he probably like just show me the check. Yeah, <laughs> it's, 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 it's <laughs> as long as that check cash, I'm straight. You know, it's, it's ridiculous to me. So I, I feel like the same thing with the with the Rooney Rule. You know, I feel like it's the same thing with the Rooney Rule. Hey man, y'all got nominations. We're like, fuck it, we ain't got no wins though. But it's like, fuck it, we gave y'all nominations. Y'all should be good with that. Yeah. That's that's how I see it. So that's crazy. What do you think, Hey Wood? Oh, I ain't surprised that I don't care because uh, <laughs> because I don't expect them to reward us. I don't expect them to, you know, recognize our art. That's, right. I don't. It doesn't. It's not. It doesn't surprise me. I looked at the list. You know, some good things. I loved the Joker. You know, what I'm saying I still got to see Once Upon a Time. I'm a big Tarantino fan, but you know, it's not surprising to me. And so it's just like it just to me it just. Makes me think like, all right, what you gonna do about it? You gonna make a movie or you gonna shut the fuck up? You right, know what I'm saying? Right, right, now you good, right, bro? Right. You good? So uh, that's how I think about it. Yeah. Didn't you didn't germ? Well, like what they always say, go we celebrate it, now we tolerate it. Yeah. So I mean, there's BT Awards, that's the NAACP. Award. You ain't never heard. Go we celebrate, now we tolerate. Yeah. You better write that down. Right I like that, my brother. I like that. I'm gonna pull that one out, Scott. <laughs> nah, but I mean, we, we do have our own award shows, but I mean, it's not on the same level as, you know, the Oscars, but yeah. I mean, we, we got our own stuff and I mean, this has been going on for a long time. We're accustomed to it. We're used to it. It's probably never going to change. So it is what it is. Yeah. Yeah. Unfortunately. It's definitely not for me, but I'm taking the, I'm taking the role like Haywood. I really don't give a damn about it. <laughs> be honest with you, man. Because it's it's just like you said. I mean, you go where you celebrate it, man. You got the NAACP awards. You got the BET awards. Yeah. We yes. gotta stop looking for white approval. Yeah. yeah. If the if the check clears, I don't give a damn about that gold trophy. Yeah. I want the money. Yeah. <laughs> when they tell like, when yeah. they tell uh, Flavor Flav, mm -hmm. they like you just let them call you a crispy, crackety. Crunchy, crackety nigga. He's like, yeah, they call me all that, but guess what? 
they still gotta pay me my money. Run the check. Yeah, exactly. Get the shuck in the job. Nah, man. I'm. I mean, I was surprised by the. I was surprised by the Oscar list, but it's just it's one of those things. It's it's starting to get to a point where. Somebody made a joke. I can't remember who it was. I want to give him credit, but it was like, this should be a national holiday. When the Oscars come, the Oscar nominations come out, it's like the next day black people get upset about not getting represented the way they should. It's like, why are we even fighting to get on stage with, with this stuff? It's the same thing with the Grammys. Like, who cares? Like, Beyonce is still the greatest artist of all time. You, know, yeah. you don't have to win album of the year. She to me, you're still going to be dope. You right, know exactly. So who, who cares about it? I'll, at the end of the day, it's just a status symbol and it really means nothing. It's just more of a virtue symbol for you in your house to get that yeah. trophy. Yeah, yeah, cool. She, she ain't never going to need that white validation. Yeah, I don't need no, that shit. Give my BET award and give me an ace of spade with it, too. <laughs> Shout out to Hov. <laughs> <laughs> hey, so what y'all think about uh, Odell Beckham Jr., man? He handed out cash at the end of the uh, the national championship game. That boy wildin', man. That's stupid. Yeah, man. <laughs> but they say, okay. They so, say fake cash. It look That's like fake said. to me. Well, they opened up an investigation today. No, Burrow Head right yeah. now said Burrow's Head's real. So it's you, real you, duckets. You good as long as you leaving, you leaving LSU. Yeah, yeah. Those those two players haven't declared that they're going uh, to the NFL okay. yet. They oh, haven't declared? They haven't. Oh, so that's why there's an investigation so going on. So they can tell. Yeah, yeah. Um, nah, yeah. If, if, if they leaving, but it's just like ODB. Nah. He's such a attention person bro like, like it's just like nah, and that's so you know what i'm saying like why can't you do that later i don't know maybe i don't know it just seems everything he does is trying to get attention You're like cocaine driven that's what it looks like oh man i mean he didn't get none of that shine on the on the football field man i mean his performance on the football field was lackluster so he gotta do something somewhere else pretty much like like and, and like you're gonna get people in trouble though yeah. Like that shit is not that's allowed. Bad. That's not cool. That's what I'm saying. Like, what good could come out of this, bro? <laughs> what cool. good? That's you know what I'm saying? Just not cool. Nigga, cash out them niggas, bro. Like, goddamn, <laughs> nigga, this <laughs> shit. <laughs> cash out, nigga. What's the damn? Shit, the cameras on him. He's like, fuck, oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> I saw it. I said, like, what the fuck are they doing? Come on, man. You can tell it's a stripper. Let me stick to you real quick, man. Yeah, 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 they don't look fake. Them look like some real bills right there. I know what money fold look like. Hey, and then his hey. ass was wilding in the locker room. Y'all see the way he was dancing in the locker room? Uh, like, you see that shit? Dad's that's period. Well, yeah, that's just, true. Sounds <laughs> like consensus of a knot to me. It's yeah, a knot definitely not. It's a knot to me. I'm not attention driven, you know, like that. But I mean, that's ODB teaches on. He yeah. just wouldn't be in my circle, but you know, yeah. it is. I got his fame, bro. Hey, y'all think I can hear us on the live? I got message. They couldn't hear us on the live. Oh, y'all can't hear us on the live? They can't hear us now. They can't hear us on the live. I speak to the microphone. It's y'all bad. I'm sorry. <laughs> you want to speak up louder? They can start yelling in this bitch. Nah. <laughs> you got to start yelling in this old man. Something wrong with the, with the audio. Nah, OB, I'm sorry. ODB tripping, man. That, oh, hands down. What they saying? Like, bro. These old, you know you got to talk louder because that audio for the phone. <laughs> what I was gonna talk to the microphone. The phone goes, how you gonna see us? Nigga, it's just far away. It's really there's space. You didn't think this out. You're not a cameraman. <laughs> Sorry guys, I'm just talking right about it. Like the I told right. you last. You know, Steve, keep it going. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> good reference, good reference. Wait, well, man. So it looks like Antonio Brown's back at it, man. Arguing with his baby mama, and now the police are involved. Cause it from the story that I heard is that she uh she was wanting to get some clothes for her kids at his house and he wouldn't let her in the house. 
So she ended up calling the police as basically like a courtesy officer to come in and escort her to get her kid stuff. And of course, you see his video. He's cursing her out and slurring, cursing the police yeah. out and everything. But to me, it sounded like that CTE is kicking in pretty heavy. Oh. He was, his, <laughs> his speech was a little off. I was like, whoa, what's you wrong with you, bro? Where's he from? Yeah. Where you from? With the nigga from Miami, Florida. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's why he sound like that. Ain't got nothing to do with no CTE, nigga. Shout out to Florida, man. Shout, Shout out to Florida. Shout out to Florida, man. Shout out hey, to Florida. Hey, man. Police. Shout out to Florida. Hey, we're going to play the audio. Stay live just for the vibe. Now, this man talking reckless. This don't take that long if I was in some illegal shit. You're not in trouble. You tell us you're not in trouble? What the fuck? That is basic shit, you feel me? That's why you get that way you get broke hoes pregnant and they just show up. What? What you show up and try to steal. Basin now, look at her, look at her. Fucking baser. Look, she trying to steal. You better take the kids to school, you ain't trying to steal cars. Take a bum ass to jail, bro. This is like a basic. Look at him. <laughs> <laughs> Got to pray for this brother, man. He's Yo. talking like that in front of his kids, I bro. Know. Yeah, that's that is wild. And he threw a bag of dicks at her too. <laughs> that's that's hey, wild, bro. Clean, clean that up, man. Candy dicks. They weren't real dicks. <laughs> <laughs> when I seen the headline, I was like, what? 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 I said, wait a minute. So, so the thing is, what make you yeah. think of to go get some bag of dicks, though? bro? But what the headline didn't say. Why is that in your position? Yeah. yeah. The shit, the shit that I saw didn't have a name on it. I just saw a man throws a bag of dicks at a woman. <laughs> and then, then I see it again. I was like, so what did you throw a real right bag of dicks at a woman for? What was the purpose of this? Hey, that's yeah, your boy. Yeah, question like, why, what, how they get in your head to go get that? That's your boy. Ain't my boy. Man, look, I understand. Hey, I understand. It's it's, it's, there's no, there's no, <laughs> <laughs> there's no animosity Shout like, Shout like, a baby, like a baby mama drama. There's no, there's nothing Nothing that can set you off like that. There's very few things that can set you off like that, but you can't do that. Yeah. You cannot do that. You cannot talk like that in front of your kids. You cannot disrespect the mom in front of the yeah. kids like that. You shouldn't disrespect them anyway. Trust me. No matter what happens, you, you just got to... A man got to take responsibility for everything in his domain, and he got to take responsibility for his reaction. Right. And whether she did some shit, I don't know. You can't do that. Yeah, right. You cannot exactly. do that. Exactly. And so that's out of line, regardless of what she did. Uh, and then you put it on live. I just we just got done talking about um, Odell Beckham. This man is the chief attention whore. Uh, I don't. I'm not gonna put it on CTE. I'm gonna put yeah, it on. He's just a narcissist. He's just a social media narcissist who like attention. You know what I'm saying? Then wide receivers, man. Oh, yeah, he ain't right. Y'all think, but like you have, you think he has like too many yes men around? It's a big knot. Like yeah, you hear him. You, on, you hear him to. in the back. You hear him in the back. You see him on the on the live. Like but you guys see the people when he be dancing, they be ah uh, ah. Uh, they hyping that bullshit attention. up, man. Sit your ass down, man. Only time I get wind of this is like if I if I catch it in passing. You know that was like the the trending thing yesterday on Twitter. Yeah, when I was watching it, but yeah, it's not it's not cool, man. Y'all shouldn't y'all shouldn't be in the clubs no more with y'all shirts off. None of y'all no more. Let's do no. What he yeah, gonna do? He he's making a case for that woman to keep them kids away from him. What is dumb oh, yeah. doing? Because I'm the judge. I'm like, no, you can't. Kids can't go back with you, bro. You talking about Antonio Brown? Yeah. yeah. Oh, 
He yeah. don't want his kid. No, Bye. I'm saying he's making a case. If she try to take him away from him, he gonna have plenty of evidence on why he's not a suitable father. That's what I'm saying. Like, man, fuck it. He been that shit. Yeah. Fuck, man. We've been seeing that shit all year long. Yeah. Goddamn, all last year, and it's spilling into this year. Goddamn, we're only 15 days in. He already fucking up. So what's the likelihood? Y'all think he's going to get back in the league next year? For who? <laughs> the the sad thing is, I still he probably think he would. get a shot. I still Just think because he would. Of his you talent. think so? I oh, think yeah. so, too. I, oh, think, actually. So. Well, I think he will. Because it's, it's not a football problem, though. This is a civilian problem. This shit ain't got nothing to nah, do with I don't see how teammates would like Teammates is like, I don't like him. Right. Have they been saying that shit? They're not saying it publicly. Yeah, no. Nah, you, you ain't going to catch nobody. I bet you find some Oakland Raiders who be like, fuck that dude. Well, I mean, he got into it with Juju, and Juju still like took the high road, though. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, because that's yeah. what you're supposed to do. Because yeah. Juju is like, what good is? I'm sure and behind behind closed doors, he probably be like tell you what it is. But yeah, Juju trying to get the bag too at the same time. Yeah, so yeah. ain't nothing good can go on getting tongue wrestling with this dude. Right, right, right. So that's crazy. Yeah, interesting that's to see, nice. but if he if he gets back in, they probably gonna suspend him. You know, I mean, of course, he still got that. Stuff pending. Bro, he deserved a couple games just for conduct detrimental to the NFL. Mm-hmm. No. You know what I'm saying? Just making the league look bad. Yeah. At least probably at this point, what, three or four? Bro, you could have killed somebody throwing a chair off the balcony. What yeah. the fuck are you thinking? Is that bro? still going on? Is that an ongoing case right now? I don't know, man. Bro, you think about that, bro. If you would hurt hurt a kid. Oh, yeah. Think about your, you know, oh, Remy yeah. walking in a chair, even fall next to her, mm. you're gonna see these hands. Oh yeah. I mean, you see, he's training right now with Mayweather to go fight old buddy that uh, Instagram. That white boy gonna say she'll kill that. that way, they say that white boy can fight too. That white boy gonna kill that. He got hands. Aaron Paul. He does. He does. It's gonna be a sad day, day, but it's gonna be funny to watch. It's a sad day for who? I didn't see AB, AB get his ass whooped for all this dumb shit he's been doing. You need an ass whooping, AB. That's what you need. A good ass whooping. Yeah, my man around to spank you. Somebody to spank your ass. We're gonna have to pray for him. Gotta do something for him. Pray for him, man. Let's keep it moving, man. So it looks like the conference fight the conference finals are set. Oh, it's set. And I'm hurt. Yeah. Why would you be? But I'm not oh, there. Oh, yeah. That's why you be hurt. I'm, 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 I'm hurt, but I'm not there. What we tell them last week? No, I'm hurt, but I'm not there hurt. You know what I'm saying? Y'all played well the first quarter? Yeah, they played they played well. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all was doing y'all's dying. You know what I'm saying? The first how many, how many, how many, were hard, how many minutes was it in the quarter? 15? Yeah, was, y'all was straight about 14. They were hard for 14 minutes. 12, 42. And like 20 seconds. Hey, y'all. Real talk. Y'all know what we're talking about, man. The Texas was up 24-0. 24-0 against Kansas City, the Kansas City boy, Chiefs, man. Boy Chad, man. I don't know if he celebrated. He's probably like, man, I, mean, I know what happened. To get to 30. I know what happened. Yeah. No. I woke I up from my nap, and I was like, damn, they stomping the shit out of Kansas City. Very next play, 7, 14, <laughs> 21, 28. <laughs> <laughs> hey, let me tell you something, though. Because this is a crazy thing, though, right? I'm sitting there, I'm sitting there watching the game the whole time, right? I'm sitting there watching the game the whole time, and I knew there was gonna be a comeback when these assholes win for a field goal on fourth and one. That showed who they were. No, so, you cannot. But no, that's Bill O'Brien. You cannot. I love him. He gonna be there next year. I thought it was when they went that. for it on the other on the other. Y'all side. had so many opportunities throughout oh, the game that, no. that I think that's messed up with on the coach no. for that. No. But how you figure, though? Because that was the momentum change. How is that a right momentum there. changer? You, you, did you get three points out of it? That three points ain't shit. That fake punt. That fake three, punt. That's, the, one. that's, that's, that's punt. the one. Bro, let me that, tell you something. I said, oh, yeah, that them was, niggas lost. Was, so, bro, <laughs> I said, oh, it's over. Man, come on, bro. Like, sitting there watching that game, bro. I'm sitting there watching the game. 
and they're right there. Damn that goal line, bro. I'm like, bro, why the fuck is it fourth and one? You got Deshaun Watson. Yeah, he got to go for that. Fucking sneak. That motherfucker been running his ass off. And you're going to go for a field goal. You show me you don't have no confidence in your offense right now. And you're going to bring the goddamn kick out there right there. And I'm telling you, de- they demeanor changed. Yeah, you were way in a no, playoff no. game. And the then, fake punt then, was way fake, worse. Okay, yeah, the fake, fake punt was and bad. And the fake punt was just icing on the cake. I'm telling you. But he was like, still up three scores then. That don't mean shit. Bro, Kansas City, you know how fast the motherfuckers go? You saw that. No. Yeah, but but but, it's, but, but, but that's not a bad call. Exposed, that's not though. a bad. The nigga's been exposed. But, but no, but they were they were exposed the whole game. Unfortunately, the Kansas City, <laughs> <laughs> unfortunately the Chiefs had issues with the receivers dropping the ball on mm. third down. Yeah. So that's the only reason why they didn't score on those two possessions. That's true. Right. That's and then, and then they turned over the ball. That's right. right. They they were so just they, they would have scored. They would have scored what? Probably nine, ten straight. Right. But I'm telling you, I'm not. I'm not. I'm Bill O'Brien, fool. Real talk. I'm not going for three. I don't give a fuck. We missed that hole. We missed that hole. You know what I'm saying? We don't get that. We don't get that. Fourth and one, bro. Like, you got the opportunity to put your foot. It depends on, on where the ball is. Throat. It you depends on where the ball was? is. I think if you if you pass the 30-yard line, if you pass. The ball was on like the 18. Yeah, you got to go for that. And then they, you know what I'm saying? Fourth and one. But you, they put you up 24 to zero. 24 to 0. Hey, how, how you much, got your points. How, how many points did uh, Atlanta have on New England in the Super Bowl? Oh, those, those are sorry. Defense, 28 bro. to 3. Yeah, that's that's ridiculous. So I'm saying? That like, defense according to these I'm more. telling you, ain't ain't no. And get the Chiefs too. You know, them boys, man, they got so much goddamn speed back there. Oh, yeah. That's I ain't ridiculous. never seen. Who's that? The, the, the dude for the kickoff return. I'm like, bro, I don't give a fuck. I will kick the ball Arman. out of bounds every time. You he know, look like he faster than old boy, than uh, Tyreek Hill. No, nah, everybody faster than Tyreek Hill. Man, 17 look like he be moving. Tyreek got some choppers. Tyreek going to too easy. Ain't nobody care, man. The Texas hey, are out. Hey, y'all see, y'all saw what I said. I like, I have no animal. I said, I'm not hurt. I'm good. Hey, shout out to the Chiefs. Hey, Texans, fire Bill O'Brien, fire Romeo Cornell, get a GM, no, get a new them. coach. You got to keep them. Y'all niggas, them some good y'all coaches, y'all man. Y'all, y'all made it far in the right? playoffs. Look. Y'all made it far. Y'all need to keep them. <laughs> they did the same shit a year and a half ago. It don't matter. Y'all need to keep your feelings. Them 49ers ers are going to beat really the Packers by 10. And then Mahomes be is going to beat the Titans by 10. And it's going to be Packers, 49ers, and I'm going to hold off my Super Bowl pick and see how they play. That's, wanna, that's what I'm saying. Chris, it's going to be Green Bay Packers. No, nah, it can't be the Packers. It's going to be Green Bay Packers versus the Chiefs for the Super Bowl. Have you not seen the State Farm commercials? It's a wrap. I mean, I don't well, know. They, do that. they do that. They do that. State Farm gonna open the bag up, boy. Man, if they that's do that, point. I didn't even think about that. That's you know a good answer. They gonna open the bag hey, up. But, 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 remember a long, 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 long time ago, those days when Nike did a commercial with LeBron James and Kobe Bryant through little puppets. Yeah, remember that shit? Mm-hmm. And they just knew they was gonna be playing each other in the finals. And who spoiled that shit? Dwight Howard and. The nigga that looked like you a little bit. <laughs> Jameer Nelson. <laughs> <laughs> the fuck? <laughs> I ain't never heard that one. <laughs> yeah. The all, magic, all, all lighter skin people magic. all looking like, man, that's fucked hey, up, man. man. That's what I heard. That's hey, fucked up. The, but the magic spawned, the magic spawned all that, man. And it ended up being the Lakers versus the Magic in the, in the final. So, hey. That's crazy. Let's, let's, let's see. Let's see if the Titans are. The boy Donis can spoil, spoil them boys, man. Like I told, I told Wooten, they Wooten, I with you, man, because I ain't got. I ain't a dog with in, you, Wooten. I ain't got a dog in the fight. <laughs> <laughs> see, see, they can't make the Super Bowl. They, they can't, this but they are though. This is what I'm telling you, man. We I think they're gonna be. I think they're gonna be. I don't care. I don't care who win that whole. 
Well, you got a dog in a fight, bro. I got your back. Who don't want them lose so bad? <laughs> you don't understand. Boy, that <laughs> now, Man. I'd rather long. I'd rather now that Lamar is gone, which hurt me because damn, he was doing it for the culture. I'd rather. Right I'd rather. Uh, Mahomes win it. Mm. Or, or the Titans. Or, I, I, I like Derrick Henry, man. It's hard for me not. It's hard for you not to like the Titans. Like them niggas just hit you in the they mouth. Some them boys, dogs, them they boys. play. They play how Dallas Cowboys supposed to play. Man, they, they run that them shit boys down for your nine throat, a carry. Nigga. It was like God. This man just said he doing it for the culture. I, I said Lamar, black. nigga. I said Lamar. I Deshaun Watson black. No, but Lamar. Did, I mean, Deshaun didn't have the doubters like Lamar. Yeah. I like Deshaun. And Deshaun fell. And if Deshaun was in there, I'd be going for Deshaun. Nigga, stop bringing up your team. You don't even fuck go, about your wet ass team. Damn, they don't care about your team. That's what I'm talking about, baby. They don't care about your wet That's what I'm talking about. That's oh, what I'm talking shit. about. Are y'all going to do a hot or not on the <laughs> teams that are playing? Yeah. You come in talking about your team. No, man. Y'all hey. never see me get wild up. Shout out. Man. No, man. shout out to the Kansas City Chiefs, the Tennessee Titans. I'm going to turn down your mic volume. The Green Bay Packers. And the San Francisco 49ers, man. It's going to be. It's going to be a. It's gonna be some good games, man. <laughs> Personally, I think these, these conference finals are gonna be hot. Yeah, so I'm, I'm catching so these. It's gonna be hot. Um, well, the AFC hot. is a contrast of styles. The only way to beat Patrick Mahomes, honestly, is how the Titans play. I think. Yeah, yeah. Um, Keep him off the field. Well, the best way, I should say, not the only way. Uh, and yeah, the quarterback they, only had 88 yards. That game. you got to run that right, dog. You do not want to be Pass tackling that man. And it's cold. The quarterback. Mm-hmm. Titans. So, uh, but you see how effective those passes were, though. Yeah, and he had some. One wires. was for forty-five. I mean, he hit him. He, yeah. he, 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 take, he, plays, take, he take he take his chances. I mean, he capitalized on the chances. Right. And then on the NFC side, I mean, it's just I think. Look, Green Bay can win that game because if Aaron Rodgers decide to wake up and just be Aaron Rodgers, mm-hmm. nigga, he could beat Jeremy Garoppolo. And I want that so bad. bad. But. For the Green Bay Packers, he, though, they, they have two players, right? They got Aaron Jones and they got Josh Allen. So if you eliminate those two players, who do they have? I mean, that that should be the nigga, defensive Nigga, you got Aaron Rodgers, nigga. Who are we going to throw it to? Look, Aaron Rodgers has made his career, you know. he That boy, did you see his throws, bro? Aaron Rodgers. That boy be throwing, like... <laughs> It's amazing, bro. That boy, that boy, bad, that boy never man, is on two feet throwing. Like he's a leaning one way. Cause he's so scared. Oh, no, that he, boy he is know. amazing, bro. That'll be a, that'll be a, that, hey, that'd be a live ass quarterback battle for the Super Bowl. Mahomes versus Rays versus uh, Rodgers. That'd, that'd be serious. I, I, I think they're gonna subscribe try to, that. to make that happen, man. I think either way it go, whoever wins is gonna be, it's gonna be a good Super Bowl. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm, at this point, I'm good. I'm good <laughs> with whoever wins. Yeah. I don't really have a dog in the fight, obviously, but uh, I just want a good game. So. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Well, hey, man, we um we gonna move on to Lonnie Love versus Black Men. So, <laughs> yeah, explain LB, the situation because I ain't know about my it. LB yeah, Jeremy I, got a little riled, so I'm gonna let him, you know, uh, lead in on what happened with Miss <laughs> Lonnie Love. So, so basically, Lonnie Love from the Real, uh, they were on there and they were discussing what uh. Nigga, you watch the Real? Nah, man, I don't watch. It. <laughs> Maybe it sometimes. Nah, but uh, <laughs> nah, I don't. I don't watch this shit. Video. Watch out. So on Joe Budden's podcast, they were they were talking about it, uh, Kevin Hart's situation yeah. on his uh, what was it called? Don't fuck don't it fuck up. this up. Yeah, yeah. yeah, about he was talking about the whole cheating allegation and stuff like that. And Joe Budden basically said that he could understand why Kevin cheats because he works hard. And then Lonnie Love came back, and then she was talking about how uh, black men with wealth and power, all of them, cheat, mm. all of them. All black, every black men. They cheat. Oh, they, oh, they, oh, they marriage. They cheat. They marriage. They cheat. Just in just, general. Just in general, all black men with power and wealth cheat. Black men don't cheat. 
It's ridiculous. You can't, you can't, nah, you can't make a generalized statement like that. All cultures and races cheat. Yeah. I don't like you making that statement you date a white man. All of them cheat. I'm ready to hear what Chris got to say because he like mom on this. I want to hear what you got to say, bro. Nah, man. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, so you really the look thing, at it, though. The thing is, I think I feel like black men, we got to be Black men in positions of power, they really should be very... I don't want to say cautious, but they should really, really, really go to counseling, make sure they really want to do marriage for they, for they, for they do it. Because right. if you're gonna do that, bro, you could just stay not married, bro. It's cool. You got power. You got access to women. You got access to whatever. It's cool for you to not have a wife right. if B you're Drake. not ready. Be Drake. Be Drake. <laughs> Be Drake. You know uh, that's fine, but. Uh, because I understand you don't you obviously don't need a woman financially, right. you know what I mean, and so you can bring it, fly in a woman, fly him out, you know. So you don't have to get married, bro. Right now you can be LeBron, <laughs> and LeBron is the unicorn in terms of he says, you know, he got a woman holding him down, and I think ultimately that's. A and good she was thing. with him before he got on too. That's, a, that's a big. A that's a big. But, yeah, I mean, there's still rumors out there about LeBron. Yeah, he, he got to figure it out. Yeah, he got to figure it out. Whatever his system what is, must, he must got some. He must <laughs> got a retainer. Because <laughs> I mean, these women are quiet. I mean, I, I, I know we're talking about black men, but look at uh Leonardo DiCaprio. Tell me when he ever heard a story about Leonardo DiCaprio. Is he married? I don't know. No, he's, he's not, not married, married though. though. That's he's not married. But you ain't never still. You never heard any allegations. Oh no, but you know, but, he be a, he but be you know, a, he a sniper though. Checks. But you know, he a sniper though. Yeah, he he got. But you ain't never heard no story about that boy. Mar the system of marriage is really not advantageous for black men with wealth. Period. Right. It's, it's really not, not advantageous it's really for not, nobody. With wealth. I don't why, know. Why, I wouldn't go that far. Why just say? Why would you guys say black men? I wouldn't go that far. I, mean, I get, I get why you, I get why you say It's not, it's not, it's not in the best, it's not in the, I shouldn't say not in the best interest. It's, it's the ultimate goal and prize for a woman. It is not the ultimate goal and prize for a man. Usually, I will lean, I will lean more towards usually. your morality is going to be tested more oh, if yeah. you're wealthy and you're powerful. Because, you know, I mean, the wolves are going to come out. You tempt the wolves, they're going to come out and try to get you. It's just... Just so, the way it is. Stuff so like that. But I wouldn't put that all on like the man to say, you know, because if I get wealthy, I feel like I have enough willpower to not yeah. cheat. But remember, like Tracy is with you right now. She's been with Yeah, but that's shit, that's what I'm saying. That shit different. If I get famous, I'm not getting married yeah. no time soon. <laughs> You'll get a plethora of ladies coming knocking on the door. Well, I mean, it's nothing wrong. It's nothing wrong with <laughs> dating and seeing what type of woman you want. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Especially if you uh, up front and being real about what it is, mm -hmm. I'm just not a, uh, for lying. Right. If you're gonna do it, just do it. Then so, be upfront with it. As long as you do that, that is okay. So, yeah, that's true. Mm -hmm. What do you What do you think makes a man with with with, with cheap power and money like that do it? Friend? Options. A man is as faithful as his options. That's exactly it's, it's what Chris I was Rock. gonna get at. Yeah. Exactly. I agree. hundred percent. So if you don't limit your own options. So now you're getting nines and tens throwing themselves at you. It's gonna be a little different. It's gonna be way. way That's what I'm saying. Like your morality, way, yeah. your morality is gonna get tested. Oh, exactly. As, you, yeah. as the dollar signs come up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it sucks, man. Yeah, throwing that coochie it, it, at him, man. It, 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 it's it kinda, hard to do. It kind of, it kind of sucks that we have the conversation because, like, well, we not wealthy and powerful. We just a regular ass dude, you know, sitting at the table. So it's like, I mean, you know the way everybody's spending, I mean, it sounds like we're giving Lonnie Love some credits and what she's saying. Yeah, but I'm, well, what did she nah. say, Jeremy? What did she say, Jeremy? This is the thing, though, because I'm not, she, though. She said I'm, that all black men with power and wealth cheat. 
but I'm not I'm not giving her anything because it's like you said, it's a choice. But you, I feel like you chill the cheat. You want to do that shit, you do it. That's on you. And you said you got options now because you got money and power. Now, like you said, them fives and fours that you was like <coughs> catching, leaving the, the, the bar at about three, four o'clock in the morning. Them scragglers, yeah, them, them scragglers. Hey, man, I, I get them all the time. Now you're getting these tens. You know what I'm saying? It's like, damn, I wasn't getting these before shit. You ain't gonna turn that down. That's brand new pussy. Hey, man. You know what I'm saying? You don't want them booger bells, no. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm not gonna turn down this five star pussy. Fuck that shit. I've been getting these old bag of bitches all my life and not getting these. <laughs> nah, man, I, I can't do it. I can't do it. But guess what? Oh. I'm doing. I'm, they ain't gonna be me. Let me tell you, I ain't, they ain't me. I'm, I'm, they ain't gonna be me. If I ever make it, I'm. I'm leaving these bees. So not doing it. YouTube. If you if you if you come up on 10, you know, 20, 10, 20 million, you know, you're gonna is, is your first thing gonna be to I'm try not gonna to settle down? No, I'm not gonna settle down. Why not? Because you're gonna play, like you play the field. If, if I find somebody that I'm compatible with, mm -hmm. I will settle down. Okay. Yeah. Because okay. I I feel like there's gonna be temptation out there, but I think that I have, you know, willpower, and I'll be all right. I'm in good seat. I don't want to find nothing single. I don't want to have ten to twenty million in the bank and then go out here single and be trying to find something. Because I'm always gonna be worried about is it real? Yeah, is, she right. with, is she with me for the money or is she with me because it's me? But that's what you know I'm saying. Man, if you give me ten to twenty million dollars, yeah, right see, now, you getting I'm it that? Why? Good. This man just asked you if he give you ten million dollars, are you gonna go get married? What? Oh, we I'm gotta a, talk about that then. Give me 10, 20 million dollars right now. I'm about to go nowhere. Baby, guess what? I just got 10 million dollars. We good. We rich. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's what I would say if you was down with me before. But yeah, yeah if you was down, like if you was down from the giddy up, then that's yeah. different. You so know these what I'm uh, so these women gonna know I got money though? Not for you, no. Okay. Well, then, then I'll be good in there. They be like, he lives in a two bedroom apartment. He's so cheap. I know. So cheap. He ain't got no money. Oh, girl, you're talking bad about me. He's so cheap. I can never date a nigga like you. I'm like, that's all right. That's fine, Jerry, what's the cheapest date you did? Brown bag special at Sonic. No, you go coffee. Coffee is the best date, man. That's actually a good date, though. Just one cup. They try to get that second cup, but hold up. That conversation wasn't that tight. Hey. We, we got to keep it at that one cup, dog. Hey, ladies, Jeremy is a no cheese kind of guy. I'm telling you, you get that extra value. A Starbucks coffee like, like, no like a black, like a now a we can drip. do Star we can do Starbucks. Well, it just depends though. If it's the first day, she ain't gonna get no Danish or muffin. The second day, she can get Danish or muffin. She getting the venti. <laughs> the venti? It was, nah, wait, hold on. The venti is an eight dollar cup. Big one. Mm -hmm. Nah, hell no. Nah. And they probably like, oh, <laughs> no. it's like, what you mean? You finna go to work or something? What you need all this You know what the movie is? Just show up a little late so she has to order the coffee. What you need all this caffeine for? Uh, <laughs> you start asking the questions. I can see Jeremy at the counter. You thirsty? She <laughs> <laughs> need a minty for. Hey, man. Yo. You plan on running after this? What <laughs> you need all the caffeine yeah, for? I, do, I mean, that's her experience in terms of black men cheating. That's not true. I know several men who never cheated. Mm. Um, but black men with power, I mean, that's any man with power. You're gonna exactly. Have that's, yeah, yeah. Like you said, that's what she should say. They're going to they have more options. <clears throat> and so that was a blanket statement that kind of showed your 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 past relationships with, with men. That's all that was. Yeah. Right, right, right. <clears throat> your bad. Yeah, Lonnie, we're going to give you a night on that one, Lonnie. I'll let you oh, make it on that. Well, let's move on to our conscious news segment, fellas. So it looks like Cory Booker finally dropped out of the the race, and um, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he ain't no use in it, man. Definitely went on a couple the last couple of debates, but 
Mm-hmm. I want to know everybody's thoughts on whether like black issues are still on the ticket because you know when the when it first got started everybody was hot. We had twenty candidates out. Reparations was on the table like crazy. Everybody was talking about the black plight and what we're gonna do for African Americans. I ain't hear them say that shit at all. The only thing I've heard I, is reparations. That's yeah, the only this thing. is reparations. That's, that's the only thing I've heard. Yeah, that was big. That was huge. Right. That it was no more. It was usually uh, honestly everybody that went on the Breakfast Club. That was like the main topic where they talked about was reparations and Man, what, what you were gonna do for yeah, reparations. Got there and say that bullshit to get the ear because everybody knows that all these black folks listen to the Breakfast Club. Yeah, yeah. But now I watched I watched a debate last night and it was boring as fuck. Nothing really changed as far as what was going on with the debate and nothing yeah, like that. Last night? Yeah, they had one for Des Moines, Iowa for oh, Iowa, the caucus. Bro, why the fuck they having so many debates? Because they're trying to weed out yeah. and it's a money yeah. play too at the yeah. same time at yeah. the end of the day. Yeah. You get yeah. Because yeah, you're going to have the eyes and stuff like that. I thought it would be different because there's only six people on stage this time. So I, you would think to get like more meaningful answers, but it was a lot of filibuster and a lot of fluff. And Elizabeth, uh, Elizabeth Warren and Bernie Sanders kind of had a little riff, but that didn't happen until like after the debate was over. Because mm-hmm. you know where she, from, though, right? Yeah, because he basically said, well, it's alleged that he said that a woman couldn't get elected <laughs> for president. <laughs> so, so of course. <laughs> Now those two factions are fighting against each other, and I saw a hashtag today. Never. I was hoping Warren was gonna be her vice president. It's getting down to the grit, the nitty gritty, man. You got those three. He would be so smart if Bernie wins, or if if Elizabeth Warren wins to get Bernie. Boy, they better figure that out. Yeah, somebody trying to divide them, man. Standing in fighting, you know, Joe Biden. He just said back, "Oh yeah, y'all go ahead and get that going." (laughs) Isn't Bernie like leading the polls right now? Mm I think so. Yeah, no, yeah, I think, yeah, I think Biden's still like the, the the sole deal, but Bernie's like one point behind him or oh, something okay. like that, stuff like that. So it's Bernie it was crazy though, man. Up, but what do y'all think? Like the the black issues? I mean, we haven't heard anything at all. They don't talk about yeah. this shit. They don't talk about. They don't just exclusively come out, and that's just what I don't like about. Um, I don't the left. The left is so big on like trying to. Talk to everybody, but not talk to nobody at the same time. Right. Yeah, that that bothers me. Like it's okay to be like, "Hey, uh, Mexican people, this is what you, this is what we're gonna do." I mean, just like don't don't brush people together all the time. You know, that aggravates me sometimes. And we they throw stuff at like diversity and inclusion and all that type of shit. And it's just like you have to understand when you say that. I understand you mean well, but sometimes you need to speak to the individual populations and their needs because they have different experiences in this country. Right. And so exactly. if you're not speaking to those, then what wind up happens is the underrepresented and the, the less powerful wind up getting neglected mm-hmm. because it's always somehow going to find a way to some white folk right. or just the majority of the population. So we haven't done a good job of pressing the engine. I don't know why it's so hard to be like the fucking Urban League or the Black Caucus just be like, this is our big five. This is what we want. And everybody, like, like they need a marketing campaign and be like, everybody, this is our big five. Vote for somebody who supports the big five. Like, criminal justice reform, education, our five things. This is what we want a candidate to do. Yeah. Bernie, what, are you gonna, what do you think about our big five? Like, why fucking is it hard? It's not that hard. Just <clears throat> come up with some points. Yeah. Run some, you know, and you're getting people to register to vote based on that, you know, and then you'd be like, this is what we want. For black people, what do you feel about this? And let them talk. And let them 
weed themselves out. Why yeah. is that so hard? I don't know. I, th- I mean, I take responsibility for it too because I don't think the message is clear as far as what we want. Let me look up like, the black I don't, even, I don't even know. And Biden, the front runner, the one that's you know typically at the at the helm of possibly winning, Biden, he's got those connections with the black caucuses and stuff like that in the African American community. But it, I don't. It's like we're afraid to ask for something. We don't really jump out there and say what we want, you know, as a community. And you know, what I'm saying we're you know we're kind of shooting ourselves. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? In, in this whole scenario. One thing that did stick out to me um, <clears throat> on the debate was Amy Klobuchar. She, um, she's another white lady that's running too as well. And Bernie Sanders and Elizabeth Warren, they were talking about America, uh, the Medicare for All. And Bernie Sanders said that there will be a 4% tax on your income to basically pay for Medicare for All. Um, he should be careful with saying that because everybody's thinking of the 4% tax and they're not thinking, well, what's going to happen with my premiums? Are you, are you taking the premiums away? from the insurance company, which it should be logically, but um, Amy Klobuchar made a good point. She was like, all these pie in the sky plans sound good, but do you have the representation in the House and the Senate to get that passed? Right. It's like, if you don't have that, it's just pie in the sky. You're not going to get anything. You might pass it in the House, but once it gets to the Senate, it's dead. You know what I mean? So that that's the thing that I push back on. It's like, okay, what are your plans? Who do you have like in the, in the Senate? Who do you have in the House? that are supporting you, that can be whips to go out there and get the Senate in line, that can get the House in line to get this this plan passed. Because if you're just telling me that you get in the office and you don't get that done, like, I remember that stuff. Everybody else might not remember it, but I'm paying attention. I know what's going on as far as political system and stuff like that. So it's just... It's, so what you do, Pat, put laws that you only the ones that you think will pass? I mean, what, what's the alternative? That's honestly, I mean, that's the only, only way you're going to be an effective president, especially around this time, if people are really paying attention. Because like so. me, I I don't want to be lied to. Like you can tell me all these things that you want to do and stuff like that, but it's got to have bipartisan support too. At the same time, you can't go in and sign an executive uh-huh. order and just say that hey, this is law, this is going to happen because all it's going to do is end up in the courts and get struck down, and you're going to go through the same stuff that we're going through with you know Obama and what he did, like for immigration and stuff like that. So it's I don't know, man. I I would like it, you know, for it to be. Um, ultimate goal, yes, but I think there's stepping stones to get to that at the end of the right. day. You got to like have like many incremental steps. Right. It can't be just throw everything out there and then expect it to, to go through. Right. Like find out where the pressure point is, find out where the worst issue is. Right. Attack that issue and then if you see progress in a positive way, mm-hmm. then move to the next thing. It's kind of like running a business when you're running your, um, your um, P&L. If you look at your expense report and you see, hey, man, my overhead is like killing me over here in this particular area. I'm going to focus all my attention on this area where I'm spending all this money mm-hmm. and I can bring that down. OK, I got a positive change you know, on my bottom line. Now I can move to the next thing. That's kind of how we do it in business. It's the same thing with the country. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So so I heard you uh, say earlier, like you don't know exactly what you want. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, And it's been thrown out there because I. I or we don't. We don't know. We don't. We don't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I believe they just think that all black people are just looking for a handout. A check. That's why they're yeah. running with that reparations thing, which I said before we first started the podcast to talk about reparations. I don't believe that they should give us a check. What I think they should do is give us some type of incentive. Like, we shouldn't have to pay taxes. Subsidies. Uh, exactly. Something like that. Yeah, so I'll say taxes and, yeah. and uh, school. Yeah, exactly. So yeah. I want to throw it to you, Jeremy, and, and hear what... What are your thoughts on like what do you think 
uh, what do you want to have done? Like, what kind of policies would you like to see done for black people? Hmm, that's a good question. Um, going along the lines of what you said, I, I don't think reparations will, will be the solve uh, because, you know, giving black people money or just giving people money in general, you don't know how they're going to spend that money. They're just going to just spend it on, on stuff that, that's not going to be important at all. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that it should go towards, uh, you know, education, uh, you know, I guess towards college, that'd be something good. Right. Um, <laughs> so, uh, so you say, uh, entertainer said, I'll walk a shot. He was like, Cadillac Jordan's going to be the hot yeah. <laughs> shot. Like, that's what so many people go towards that already, man. It's like, as soon as you tell somebody, hey, man, you're going to get some money, the first thing come out there, I'm going to get a brand new car. I'm going to get a brand new house. Like, come on, right. man. Like, so, <clears throat> even think, like, Oh. I think I'm bad, like, but I think I think the uh, education thing would be really good too, man. Um, what is that? That's like already in play for Native Americans. You know, right. they go to school for free, right? And uh, it's crazy because can't find a paperwork, but my uh, my grandmother, um, she's uh, Blackfoot. You know, passed away a long time ago. We could never find the paperwork. I wish we could, because we'd be set. You know, I'm saying going to school for free right. back in the day, but you know, that's another story for another time, but. I, w- I would like to see something like that done for, you know what I'm saying, our people, as opposed to like just writing a check because I give you a check and guess what? After that, your money's gone. What then? Yeah. You know, like you can't come back and ask for more money. I already gave you something. You're done. And so like I said with Mitch McConnell, McConnell was like, hey, y'all had Obama. Now Obama's gone. Get out of our face. Yeah. A lot of, for a lot of people, you know? that's enough. Yeah. What about, yeah. what about land? Uh, land without having to pay taxes Ooh, depends on where actually, depends on where it is because they could just give you anything. They should they should just roll out something just like military. Military got all kind of incentives, little bonuses, and that shit together. Insurance and home uh, tax write offs for your home, uh, all kind of shit. Just yeah. roll out a package, some for education, some for home things that build wealth, help help right. build wealth yeah, or right. increase debt. So some loan forgiveness. Some uh, subsidies for going to school, right. um, some type of something for business loans or something like that's that. That's what I would say. Business some type loan, of like yeah. a fund, you know what I'm saying? This, this, that would be great. Um, and then some criminal justice reform, right? right absolutely. Right. You know, uh, getting getting some of those old sentences. I want to get some, fuck like I want some <laughs> retro shit. Like yeah. I want you to release some people. Right, so right. I don't want you to pass nothing now. Or I want you to pass something in in conjunction. Mm-hmm. Get some of them boys out. Right. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Right now. That would be, I love that. Right, I would right. take that shit. Mm-hmm. I would be like, hey, I'm voting for you. So, Hell yeah. So you see that shit right there? Like, we kind of do know what we want. We just, yeah. nobody's like, it's coming together and putting it down on paper. In the boxes, you know what I'm saying? So, shit. Yeah. Where, where does the power lie, though? That's, that's the thing for me is just like, yeah, we may be able to get everybody together, but like, who who is the voice? The that black can black people don't have it. a leader. We don't have a leader. Yeah, we don't have the MLK. We don't have the. No, Malcolm he's not. A, he would never be the leader for black people. I'm saying you need a leader who can literally people. speak for us, right. who they will listen to, or or or, or an organization Let who's influential, who's influential, who would just be like, this is what we represent, Black America. You think yeah. so you or think, our goals are not in line with it, and, and I mean, shout out to Cap, but yeah. it's just like it, it runs hollow if you try to put him at the helm of everything because that, I, don't everything see is, I just don't, I don't, I don't know why we can't just be like they could have did it at the revolt conference and be like, this is what we care about, send it to the Black Caucus. 
send this over. Yeah. Send this over to them. Can you do this? Maybe maybe Black Hawks is doing it. I don't think. Like Killer are. Mike is the only one I could think of in my mind because he he's on brand one hundred percent of the time. Right. I've never seen him slip outside of you know being honest to to black people and to white people too at the same time because he's holding us accountable for the things that we're not doing to help us progress and move forward in society. Well, right. So how, how are we gonna have any black music when they keep killing us? I think <clears throat> be scared, you know what I'm saying, to get that kind of power. But you gotta protect them. I mean, look at Minister Farrakhan. I mean, everybody around him, he's protected. He right. can't be touched. Right. Uh, well, right. I mean, he can be, but. At the same time, I mean, he's got enough people around him that he's protected. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Okay. And we need we need a coalition like, I mean, not exactly like that, but we need, you know, representation around a person like that where if you take this leader out, it's going to be a problem. For right. You. you know what I'm saying? Gotcha. And gotcha. That's scary for everybody. Mm -hmm. Nobody nobody wants to hear that, especially from black people. They yeah. don't want to hear that at all. Yeah. Because Martin was almost there with it. You know exactly. what I'm saying? So it's just. Yeah, see what happened. Took him out. Exactly. That's why it's scary, man. Nobody wants to hear the Look at Colin Powell. I think Colin Powell was scared to be the president, man. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? That was Who, why would you want that job, though? It's just like, I wouldn't want that shit. Oh, no. It's That's so the stressful. most stressful job. You see how Obama looked after eight years? Yeah, and he came out like Morgan Freeman. Man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and shout out to Morgan Freeman, man. That boy never aged. <laughs> that boy young, though. Yeah, vampire, man. Well, no, we keep, I mean, paying attention to it. It's, it's getting crunch time as far as mm -hmm. politics is concerned. So mm -hmm. you're going to start seeing these numbers drop down, especially after the Iowa caucus yep. in, uh, in February. So I'm interested to see who's going to be left at the helm. And, you know, Biden looked old last night. But Elizabeth and, and Sanders, they look like they had some life mm -hmm. left in them. So yeah. we'll and, see what's going on, man. And Cory Booker, man, wherever you are in this world, bro, like, you were delaying the inevitable because 90% of the country don't even know your name. So wherever you are, Keep up the good fight for the people that are still fighting. Cool. Let's get into our main topic, fellas, man. So we posed the question of uh, do you still go to church? And it's a little bit open-ended. We have a couple of other things that we want to discuss within that as far as church and everything. But um, picked up this topic because I saw that it caught a lot of traction on um, on Facebook, on the Black Austin group. So I definitely wanted to bring it to our group and, you know, kind of play it off of each other, kind of see what you thought. Um, as far as church, but I open up. Mm. Whoever wants to take the take the first swing at it. Of course, the boys like I want to talk about this. Strike away! <laughs> Damn, you don't want to talk about that. This day. Now I'm uh, talking about it. Oh, yeah. oh well, my experience with church. I'm gonna say you've been through it. Ole! Strike two. Nah, you got it. Okay. All right. Well, I, I grew up in the church. Uh, I grew up uh, in the Methodist church. All throughout Did high school. Yeah, man. Well, actually, I started off a Baptist, and I think, like, when I turned, like, nine or ten, we switched over to Methodist, because that's where my uh, my great-grandma was going. Right. Uh, so I grew up in the church, uh, went to college, uh, didn't go to church as much. Uh, I probably went to church probably a handful of times while I was in college. Uh, and, and the reason for me not going... <laughs> <laughs> I think we all did. <laughs> the reason for me not going to church wasn't because I stopped believing in God. Right. Uh, I think that I probably put God probably um, on the back pedal a little bit, and, and, and I just I just wasn't going. I I, I guess I, there's no excuse. I was being lazy, not going to church. Mm -hmm. But now being a grown man, I started going to church once I graduated. Started going with my grandpa to church. Uh, then I, I, you know, 
<sighs> it got to a point where I'm, I've been inconsistent as an adult going to going to church. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, I don't know the reason why I don't go to church, but I, I believe that probably a lot of people that grow up in the church, they go to church because, you know, their family makes them go to church or, you know, you're, you're pretty green at a at a young age unless you've had some issues going on with your family and stuff like that. So life had really hasn't hit you. So there's a lot of kids that, you know, believe in God, which you're supposed to do. But, you know, whenever you get older and become an adult, life hits you. Right. And, and you don't know how to react to that. Yeah. And then you start questioning God. Yeah. And that can be a reason why a lot of people stop going to church. Mm-hmm. Uh, but for me personally, my, my whole experience with church is I, I believe in God. Uh, you know, God is my savior. Um, do I read the Bible as much as I should? No. Uh, but do I go to church as much as I should? No. Mm-hmm. But I need to do better. Right. Yeah. But that, that's kind of where I am with, with my faith and me going to church. Okay. okay. That's cool. You want to take it? You want me to? Don't go ahead. You know you don't. Go to church, man. <laughs> You're there every Sunday. Which kids? Well, I go. To- <laughs> I go to church, and I don't go as much as I should. I should go every Sunday, but I don't. Um, I'm just like you, Jeremy. I grew up in the church, man, and I actually prayed about this before I, you know, came in because I'm always leery about talking about religion. I never want to come off as uh, as an authority mm-hmm. on this, but you know, I want God to use me in a way that's pleasing His eyesight. Right. I always say that. Yeah, so, bro. order my steps, order my tongue, mm-hmm. and just let it be. Um, I can understand why, you know, like what Jeremy said, um, some people get in and. Um, life starts hitting them and and things are different. Your perspective changes as you grow up. The people that you go, uh, that you grow with, you go to college with, you start seeing, you know, different um, perspectives in life and why people go to church, why people don't go to church. And you start seeing the influence that might trigger you to not, you know, want to engage in it or not want to go to church. Um, When we were doing like some of the research on it and it was just like a Jeremy said, when people leave the home and they start going to school, uh, nine times out of ten, a lot of them are not going to church because they don't have the the responsibility of like a, a parent or a you know somebody that's above them, kind of coaching them mm-hmm. to have them go to church. Um, but another thing that I found interesting though is that a lot of those people that don't go to church still believe in God. Yeah, and that was something that kind of took me by surprise. I thought it would be the opposite. I thought that people's minds would shift away from God because they're not going to church. And they're not getting essentially the the fuel needed to kind of maintain that belief and that faith, mm-hmm. because I, f- I feel like going to church or maintaining your faith is kind of like, you know, training your brain, your muscle. It forgets what's really there as far as value if you're not practicing and doing a repetition over and over again, like going to church, being with like minded people, reading the Bible studying the word and then practicing your morality off of that too at the same time. So if you stop going, this is just personal opinion. If you stop going, then it's one of those things where it's easy to, to fall by the wayside or slip right. or not have the accountability of it. I don't judge people for not going to church. Cause that's not, that's not my thing. As far as I see Christianity is concerned, it's like, it's just like it says, judge not or you shall be judged. I'm like, we can still be friends. I can still be your brother. And I just try to lead by example as much as possible and, and show, you know, you know, in my mind, in my eyes of what it would be to be a moral human being and step out in the world and live um, a righteous life. Right. I'm not going to be perfect. I'm going to make mistakes. I'm going to do stupid shit. I've done stupid shit, you know, in my life. But at the same time, that 
that ground, that moral ground is still stuck in me to want to go to church. And I can't get away from it. Yeah. The One of the things that kind of um, got me today when I was reading up and looking at it, I could see myself wanting to connect with my roots, you know, from Africa and wanting to lo- know my culture and wanting to know, you know, what the religious sector was like in, in that area, in that time, you know, for me and how would I, you know, engage with it. Um, I remember, hey, what I don't know if you remember last time me right. and your LBs like met, we met at this uh, Mexican restaurant. South oh, yeah, Austin. I remember that. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was that a good was little like, discussion. That was a lively discussion, yeah, just, was, just uh, talking about religion. One of the things that stuck out to me, I'm going to uh, shout out Dre, um, and I never thought about it this way. Um, Greg was like, if, you know, what if you die and there's no heaven, there's no hell? And it was like, well, you have all the right to pity me. Just pity me. Know what I mean? Because I don't, I don't want to be in a situation where I die, trying to live on a what if. Right. You know what I mean? I wanna, I wanna know that if I died and I made the right decision, I made the right decision. If I didn't make the right decision as far as following Christ and following Jesus, then I mean, I'm just dead and there's nothing else past this. So, and I'm cool with that. That's that's cool for me. So, gotcha. So I guess I'll go next. Um, yeah, man, I grew up going to church every single Sunday, and I was that person who got a quarter, me, my sister, and my brother, from my mom, who had to put a quarter in the church um, love offering every Sunday, and sometimes I would keep that quarter in my pocket. <laughs> but, uh, Even yeah. in church. Oh, man, boy, but that was me. Yeah, man, so, like, yeah, I grew up in a Methodist church, and then as I got older, I went to the Baptist church, and, uh, yeah, man, I was I was church going every single Sunday, bro. It's, it's crazy. Uh, but as I've gotten older, I have not been going to church as much as I should. Like, I have literally become a CNE churchgoer, which is a Christmas, New Year's, and Easter churchgoer. Like, the last time I went to church was Easter, and my son started cutting up, so I had to leave out the building and go sit in the car with him. Same That's thing. tough with kids. I yeah, ain't man, the same thing happened, you know what I'm saying, a couple of Sundays before that. He started cutting up, so like, baby, you go ahead and stay here. I'll go check him outside. You know, so it's like the story of our lives. When we were in Savannah, we were, we were in church, like, faithfully. But we were trying to find a church because nothing fit us. You know, like, man, we just trying to find church every Sunday. And it upset me and my wife to sit in the church and the pastors literally asking the congregation, we need 500 to to $1,000. Who can help us out right now? We need it. And this man, I, if, if I'm lying, I'm dying. This man did not stop until people started bringing money up there. He mm. did not stop yeah, asking. Bad. So I, I, I started to see that. I was like, man, is this what church started to become? A money grab? You know what I'm saying? Like, And like, no, I've not lost my faith. I still believe in the Lord. You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like I do need to go back to church more. But I feel like what are people getting out of church? You know what I'm saying? You go to church every Sunday and then you go home and then you don't do none of the Lord's work until that next Sunday. But then again, to me, you still ain't doing the Lord's work. You're just going to church, listen to the word, and you're going home. What are you doing at home? You know what I'm Are you reading your Bible? Are you going to Sunday school? Who is the Lord? Who is the Lord? Who is the Who's Lord? our Lord and Savior? Who is God? Who, who's are you the, asking me? Yes. Who is the Lord? Who is the Lord? Me personally? Who is the Lord? God. Okay. <laughs> right. 
Why you asking me that, man? I just want to know who the Lord is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Try to put me on the spot, man. No, I'm no. I'm just asking who the Lord is. <laughs> you know, I mean, I can. I definitely identify what you're saying as far as like the church being like. I've I've seen instances where like the church it seems like a money grab. Yeah. And it seems like, you know, they're trying to take advantage of people. Yeah. And I've always been a proponent as far as church is concerned. It's like, I'm going to go where I can get fed yeah. as far as spirit is concerned. Yeah, like, if, if the word is, is speaking to me in a different way, yeah. then, of course, I got to be there. I don't care yeah. how far it is. When I lived in Dallas, I drove from North Dallas all the way to South Dallas yeah. just to go to Concord because yeah. that's that's where I identify. That's where I got the messages. and. Yeah. Also, the church was doing doing work too outside of that. They weren't just mm. like saying what they were doing. They were actually doing work. So they were helping people that were financially in distress mm. by giving them money to pay like rent. They mm. had programs where they would help you pay rent. They had programs where they would um uh they they were big on not you know shacking up basically before you get married. Mm. So they would help couples if you were to um. If you were to do their uh, marriage program, then they would pay, I think it was like your first three months of rent, mm. as long as you live separately, and they'll marry you for free, mm. too, at the same time, and they'll pay for your marriage license, too, yeah, okay. as well. So that those are the type of programs that um, I look for when... Um, I was in okay. um when I was in church there at Concord and me and Tracy we was like we miss it so much that like I wish we could drive from Austin to Dallas just to go to church there but GMZ is just as good because that that's yeah. a church that's under GMZ is real good under Concord too yeah. at the same time and they do the same thing I don't know if they do the same exact programs but they have similar programs I actually Tracy and I did our marriage counseling our pre engagement yeah. ch- counseling through GMZ with Don and Don and Nell um. Shout out to Don and Nell because that that was great for us. That's you know uh, the root of us, you know, being in. But I've been in churches too. I actually went to church with my dad in Oklahoma, mm-hmm. where this pastor straight up he was like, "I saw this fine sister come in." Uh, uh, he said, "I saw this." He didn't say he saw. He said this fine sister came in the church one time and came and sat down in the front pew. He said, "You know how I knew? Because I was looking." He said, what? Bro, you know what? <laughs> I would have looked at my dad. And said, "Yo, man, where you like? Where you got me at, man?" He looked at me, and just started laughing. I was like, "You really got up and left?" Because me, yep. me and Andrew have got up and left the church before. It's and it's man. crazy, man. His suit yeah. was all wrinkled and stuff. I was like, "What <laughs> no, is going on See, in this church, Dad?" And that's and that's what I was trying to say. Like, how you said, man, you go where you get the word, man. You get the good word. And after leaving from Texas and going to Georgia, it wasn't getting no good word. So that's yeah. why I was asking. I, I was streaming. I was literally streaming GMZ. Mm-hmm. Me and Ann streamed GMZ every Sunday. And we paid tithes online. Yeah. You know what I'm yeah. saying? That's another thing. I'm like, you people know when I saw about doing, you know what I'm saying, your work. Like, are you people paying your tithes? Y'all know what that does. You know, keep lights on in the building. You know what I'm saying? Like, what are y'all what are y'all doing? So I have a big issue and I had this discussion with my brother. And I told him, I said, um, I don't see God the way you see God because he's a strong proponent of watching Joel Osteen. I'm going to tell you this right now, and I don't want nobody to look at this show and look at me like, damn, he's fucked up. Joel Osteen to me is full of shit. He's painting this picture for people that everything is rosy and it's going to be great for you. It's just magnificent. You know what I'm saying? This is what There's no this, adversity. None whatsoever. If you ever look, I'm telling you, look at look at a Joe Osteen sermon. And I'm there is it. no fire and brimstone. It's only roses. You know what I'm saying? 
I want to hear the adversity. So I told my brother, I said, you hear all that stuff, right? I said, but guess what? Shit happens. So what if, what if there was nobody at home? You know what I'm saying? When my mom and my dad had fell down, you don't hear that story. You know what I'm saying? You don't hear shit like that. I need to hear that bullshit. You know what I'm saying? I need to hear it all. Yeah. And I'm I'm not getting it from him. And then I had an issue with him because I was like, I had an issue with this man who has the house of the Lord where you're supposed to find salvation who didn't want to open the doors when our city was underwater. Yeah, that's true. You feel what I'm I saying? Remember that? I had issue with that shit. So, I don't know, man. I'll pass it on, bro. Like, yeah, hey, what I'm interested in what you got, man. Well, people don't want to hear that from Joe Austin. Mm. A lot of people want to be pacified, and they just want Sky Daddy to Sky Daddy, <laughs> Sky Daddy to. Uh, it's almost a drug. It's a it's a yeah, dopamine yeah, inducer yeah. because it's 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 easy to be like, it's like a calming like okay, Sky Daddy has it. Sky Daddy gonna take care of it. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? As mm-hmm. opposed to really like taking some type of responsibility in 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 the outcome. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And so what you're saying is it's it's easier to get that message and be like, all right, cool. It's God's time. Or it wasn't uh, my choices that put me there. Or yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like but I haven't been in the church. Uh no, when was the last time I went to church? Last time I went to the church was actually like it was a long time ago. (laughs) It was a long time ago. Uh and I left the church because the church no longer resonated with me. And it became essentially spirituality on training wheels. It became too basic gotcha. for me. It be, it wasn't. And so before I preface that, I want to say the, the black church has been instrumental in, in our progress from from the jump, spiritual We are spiritual people. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And when we and what I love about black people, when we do whatever we do, we do it. You know what I'm saying? And we the most Christians of the Christians. You know what I'm saying? Like we really like 83%. We really do that. You know what I'm saying? And, and meaning like we really mean it when we say that. And you look at people, uh, you know, reconstruction and when we got out of bondage and the, a lot of progress we were making was through the hands of churches. And you look at the people like Dr. Martin Luther King, Dr. George Frazier, so many people uh, were, in, were influenced and came up in the church. Right. That said, <clears throat> I, I grew up going in and out of the church. My mama, we went to the laundromat on Sundays. I mean, to be real. We went to the laundromat to wash clothes. Mm-hmm. That's what we did. And we didn't have no washing, so we went to wash clothes every Sunday. Remember those days, man. <laughs> Suck, man. And so every now and then we would go to church. And I always feel like when I went, I went because it was guilt, not because I wanted to. You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like it was like I didn't want to go to hell type right, thing. Right, you know right, what I'm saying? Right, and looking back, that's not why I want to go. You know what I'm saying? But when I came into the understanding of, I started to learn the history of, uh, our people's spirituality, it began to be a fork in the road, and it began to be like, okay, cool. Is this is this version? Okay, there's another version. This from your people, this older, and they talking about you for sure. And it's just like the stories, but it don't have the dogma, or it's, you know what I'm saying? Like it's 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 from where you from, 
So why don't you at least go learn and see what it's about? Mm. And then that's a rabbit hole that's very, very deep because we're very we're BC people, not an AD people. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? And so when you learn, <clears throat> for instance, when you learn about the Osarian uh, myth and you learn it's just like Jesus and it's written on the pyramids 2,000 years before Jesus, what you going to do? You gonna, you got cognitive dissonance. What you going to do when you learn it's the same story? The same story. Mm. We learn Adam and Eve. That's that story on the pyramid text. It's all, it's there. When the Ten Commandments is in the 40, 42 laws of Mayat, thousands of years before Christianity. Mm. What you gonna do? You gonna be like, I don't know nothing about that. Or you gonna keep going down that rabbit hole? And it's scary. Yeah, it's very scary, and it's not an easy thing to do. You know. And so I went down that rabbit hole, and I decided. And the real fundamental change why I couldn't do church no more is because. The concept of God changed for me. And the biggest one is that God was manifest in me and not outside of myself in the sky. So when you listen to sermons, they anthropomorphize God. They give God personality. They be like, he's a jealous God. God wants the da 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 And the African concept of God is not like that because God is not a person. God is a you can't even describe what describe God is. Exactly. Mm. So for you to even water God down to be like, God wants you to do this. And God, and God don't want to do nothing. God creates this and he creates the laws and then lets its do creation it. do whatever. Gotcha. Because if a God has favor for somebody, that's an unjust God. Because you then have not favor for somebody else. So all these things kept like swirling in my head. Like, you know. Like God is like because when you accept the African concept of God, God is not a puppeteer playing, putting you in this position so you can learn a lesson and this. And so when you accept that concept of God, it's scary because it's on you. Mm-hmm. Not in the sense you you lonely, but you gotta tap into the God within yourself. And mm-hmm. that shit is way harder than be like way easier to go to Joe Osteen and be like, I'm just gonna listen, I'm gonna pray, God gonna serve me. You don't want to go and be real spiritual and be like, I got to tackle my demons. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I got to do that and I got to unleash God in myself. Yeah. That shit hard. Yeah. That shit hard because ain't no, it's not a lot of spirituality churches like that where mm. you can go and get like-minded people like that. Right? Yeah. So it's hard. You know what I'm saying? But there's good stuff in the Bible and there's good stuff in the word and in, in Christianity, but I can't go anymore because that doesn't make it like how you say I need that good word mm. that don't resonate with my spirit no more right because now I need something to cultivate my spirit and that means I need you helping me work something inside out yeah so anytime you're referring to God in a way that's like you know outside looking in mm. I can't vibe with it right yeah. because that's not how my concept of God is you know what I'm saying I or, told you. Or, or having a middleman between God mm. I don't need a middleman in between God yeah. I was made in God's mm. image you know what I'm saying? So why do I need to talk to another person to get to God? And I also, and this is the last thing I'll say now, Pastor. I would think that would be unfair for God to make an image, to make one person the son of God. Because if God made one, one being out of all the things God can be, if you make God purple, oh, sons, God's son's purple, and you're not purple, you're going to think you're not of God. Right. Because you're not purple. And I remember asking that dude at, uh, at at Texas State. He's a preacher. Uh, he's Alpha. Uh, Jarvis. Jarvis. Yeah, Jarvis. I remember me and Dre was in the he's church. He's a listener, he like, too. Shout out to Jarvis. Because like, I was like, 
are we gonna go to hell? Like, what if an Eskimo was in Alaska and he never heard of Jesus? Is he going to hell? Yeah. And and he would be like, I know he didn't want to answer it, but it was just like, I mean, that's kind of what the word said. And I was just like, that don't make sense. That doesn't make sense. And they'd be like, well, the word said everybody gonna have opportunity. You know what I'm saying? It's just like that. I started asking hard questions. How's everybody? Or why? Can I remember. I, I actually you know remember you doing. Yeah. Like, or how could you be? How could I be from God? Right. I'm. I'm a. I'm a. I'm a manifestation of God on earth. Why would God send a piece of itself to hell if God is everything and everywhere? Mm-hmm. How could God separate itself and be like, this is hell over here? Well, I'm I'm a mini God. Right. So how can I be in there? If, and then God is everywhere. That doesn't make sense. Yeah. yeah. Why would he send itself to be in damnation? Exactly. That doesn't make sense. So all these things just like, you know, and then you learn Ephah. And then you learn Kim, Kim, and you learn Tao, and then you learn about Buddhism, and you're just like, damn, some good shit in all this. It's yeah. a little bit, you know, I can take a little bit from all this, and it feels so freeing to be like, I can listen to whatever and get it because the concept of of spirituality I have. So that's I, one of the that's one of the things I, that, and I get what you're saying as far as like the fear of everything or trying to explore something different. It's scary, man. Different scary, outside yeah. of Christianity. I, I'm still at that place right now scary, where I'm not man. comfortable to even look at something different outside of Christianity. Man. Even though I think that every religion serves the same God and every religion, Absolutely. you know, Absolutely. Um, basically is derived from something that previously came came before, like you had mentioned before. Like I would say like years the, everything that comes through the lens of a people has to be political. When, when, when a, when a, <clears throat> when the Chinese think of how they do math, it's coming through the lens of a Chinese person. You can't separate that. You know what I'm saying? So when when spirituality was made, spiritual system was made by black people, it's like a warm blanket. Like it's just it just checks the boxes. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it's like dual dualistic in terms of God is man and female. And it literally like all the problems we have, if we wouldn't have none of them problems if we were studying that religion. Right. We wouldn't. I'm not. I'm not gonna lie to you because within it is so much of the lessons is in the spiritual text, not in Christianity. In that sense, I shouldn't say that. I shouldn't say that. I feel like it would be I less speaking, like. Speaking. I feel. I feel like it would be less likely because that's being too harsh on Christianity. Because, <clears throat> uh, and uh, so I just feel like if if we if we took the leap to learn about some of those things, my daughter is you know named after Orisha. Those things are when you read the text, it's like. It's myth, but all of them, Christianity is the only one that has a physical manifestation of God. And that's a, there's a reason for that. Nobody has a physical person except Muhammad, but they were slavers and colonizers just like Christianity. Them is the only people. The people who was really fucking up, fucking up everything in terms of like enslaving people and killing people. Them is the only one who say we had a real person from God come. Everything, everybody else, he, they in the sky, it's like a fake person because it's a myth. It's, it's, supposed, to, it's supposed to teach you a lesson. But if if God came and be like, that's God's son, and it's a short Asian person, Asian girl, well, I don't look like her. Right. Yeah. So, so am I God? I'm not gonna. I'm am not I? gonna follow suit with what <clears throat> what that is because I don't look like that. If you don't look like, like that, that, then are you of God? Even in Jesus' image is a white man. So. Whether they try to act like it's not. Well, I kind of. It's really not, but. That's the one thing. Yeah. Not, you know I can't. I, I, I like it's. And I don't know how recent it's been, but I kind of come <laughs> to the realization like, as far as like my. My spiritual growth with everything is more so is more so tied towards, you know, understanding that I made the choices that I've made put me in the position that I am. 
today. And that's how I tie religion. Like I told you a while ago, like I create my heaven, I create my hell on earth by the choices and the actions that I make. <sighs> that was the reason for the I didn't send it to you. I didn't think you was going to like it. Well, I'm yeah. sorry, Dave. I'm going to send it to you. I'm in tune with it because, hey, well, if, <laughs> if y'all don't understand, I posted on Facebook. He sends me towel um, passages every day with 365 towel. And I send it to everybody. And, that, you know, of course, I don't subscribe to anything outside of Christianity. And that's something that, you know, I need to I work on as far that. as like expanding <laughs> my palate. Because like Haywood said, it is a scary thing. I don't want to feel like I'm going against God in any way, shape or form. Right. And and we can agree on and disagree on certain things. Like um, one of the things that kind of upsets me about Christianity or the thought of Christianity for black people is that everybody thinks that when we go to church, they're preaching a white man that's the savior of Jesus. But that's the image that we see. That's not the image that I see at church. That's not that you won't see that at GMZ. You won't see that at Concord. It's it not talked about. It doesn't about. have to be that. It, it but it's not talked about that. either. It that's the thing. That's the thing for me. It's not talked about. If it was talked about and seen, it would be different. But I haven't saw that at that church. It's still, no it's still through what it's not saying. Because people don't know that the, that the Canaanites was black. They don't know that the you know the the when they say the Nubians or the Kushites, yeah, they don't well, know that I, they don't know, know that's that black because people. we I mean we can put two and two together <laughs> because you were over there in Egypt. <laughs> they talking about y'all. Well, there was no Europe literally. There was no people in Europe at this time. Yeah. yeah. So you can't. It literally can't happen. Right. Know? Right. But since nobody knows that because we don't learn that, the presumption is that we're talking about white people. I, my my baby was watching the star. Which is a movie about G, uh, G, and they make all kind of cool, uh, cool little remakes. It's like about a donkey, and a donkey is like G, uh, Mary and Joseph's donkey. Yeah. Uh, and they they not white, pale white, but they they not, you know, what I'm saying they not black, they not brown, dark brown. And so, I do got I do got a question for you though, big money question is like, do you feel that? In re- in relations to like us as black people not following up on, you know, our history, you know, like you were saying, two thousand years before, yeah, before Christ, are we still subject to, you know, banishment from religion or basically essentially a metaphysical hell mm. as created because we didn't we didn't follow because we don't know. You That's know a good I mean? question. Um, the spirituality, African spirituality, doesn't have a concept of hell like that. It doesn't exist. It doesn't have a concept of devil either, hmm. because there would be no devil. It's only absence of God. So, as if there's no God outside of you, there's no devil outside of you. Is there and afterlife? There's reincarnation. There's more lives. So, and you have to think about how your spirit is is forever, and eventually will go back to can can go back to the Creator. But African spiritualities, you have many lives, hmm. and you might come back as an you know, on a, I don't know, another planet or whatever, you come back and you may not have learned all the lessons that your spirit needed to learn. Wow. You know what I'm saying? And so if you don't, and so in the African concept is when you learn your lessons, then you get to keep those lessons with you and you can take them with you to the next life. So you're not starting from ground as zero. You so would that be, so would that be the reason why some people prosper in this world right now, in this physical form right now? Because they've taken those lessons. I can't say subconsciously so many, have those lessons. So, there, I mean, you look at some of the people who we've had, like Malcolm. I mean, I think about that brother, and I'm like, man, like that brother must have, you know, been you didn't live before. You didn't live yeah, before. you know, and you can see when you, you see when you have I mean, kids, people when say you have that. kids, you'll see like your kid like do some crazy. Like my 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 baby used to scream in, in her sleep for no reason. 
like random. She'd be like, uh, uh, and it's just like, that's that's not from. She was like three mm. or four. You know what I'm saying? Like, where did that come from? You know. So the African concept is like you, you, you should do karma, and you are gonna get it this life or the next. You know what I'm saying? And that's the that many religious systems have that that you will, you know, some say seven seven lives, and then eventually you go back to the creator. And so another big part that I loved about African spirituality is the concept of ancestral worship. And this is big because when you lose an ancestor, they transition to the other life, it changes your concept because they're not gone, gone, but they're going to the next life and they live within us. But I love how I honor my ancestors. I have a shrine with my ancestors. And I talk to them. And so in African spirituality, they are closer to God than me because they've already passed on. So on my shrine, I talk to them and I pour a little libation for them. And that's like, that's a huge thing because it's honoring <clears throat> where we came from. And you'd be like, God was our first ancestor. The God is your oldest ancestor because you come from God. You know what I'm saying? But that's that's like one of my favorite parts. You know what I mean? Because it's just like... It's it's so tangible, it's so real. You know what I mean? Like it's right. not like you know, like ooh, like whoop the It's like yo, they, these are my my ancestors. They gone. They still with me, and I honor them to this day. I ask them for guidance. I ask them like carry this to the foot of the Creator. You know what I'm saying? My prayer. So I still pray. I still talk to God. I still believe in all 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 that shit. Like it's just a little tweak on the perspective, and I know that ultimately. Uh, I'm a I'm a I'm a pray, but I know ultimately it's up to me, and me being like um, when you say I can do all things through God, meaning when I tap into the omniscience and omni uh, power of God in me, then I can do it. When I do my ego and when yeah. I do my flesh, that is not of God. So, do you think all all people need to have some some sort of spirituality or something to tie themselves to in order to? That's not a life I would be willing to live. Everybody. Are we lost? <clears throat> it's like the ones that don't. Are we just lost souls just roaming around, you know, on earth right no, now? No, I don't think so. Because, uh, no. Because you're going to learn it. You're going to, different people going to have different journeys. And I feel like you can't judge them yeah, based on their journey. They may have to learn that next next life. You know yeah. what I mean? Because you're in that concept, you're not going to hell. You just didn't pick up that lesson. Yeah. You didn't, you didn't pick that up. And in and, and the next life, I might not be an African. You know what I'm saying? I may be something else. I don't know. But I will say it's so invigorating and and uh amazing to to learn. You gotta pick up John Henry Clark, Great and Mighty Walk, that shit changed my life. Dr. Ben, it's uh it's a Hillier, Dr. Leonard Jeffries. I mean, I could go on about our our scholars and talking about how we was like shit back then and how and so the thing about our scholars and what they don't do in the Bible, they put context of history about what happened. They're like, this couldn't have happened because we know this will happen in history. This is what we was doing for real. This is this couldn't have happened in the Bible because this was like this this was happened historically. So it just it, it puts a three sixty view of what was going on. Uh, um, what's the word? I got so many of them. So anyway, it's great, and I I would encourage y'all first start with that documentary. Great and Mighty Walk is narrated by Wesley Snipes, like in 93. Uh, John Henry Clark is literally like a master scholar. He's like literally like, I hold him above Malcolm X. Like this man is like, he's amazing. He he, he went blind and he still kept fighting for the people. He learned Braille and he started. I mean, he's amazing. 
John Henry Clark with an uh, E on the end of the Clark. It was so dope. So that's what's up, man. Well, this is a good discussion, man. Yeah, I, th- I think it can even go go in. I, I do want to bring a, um, a minister in too, one time to kind of expound on the conversation even further because I think it's more more so everybody wanting to you know push the envelope and I, I want to push it out to our audience too as well that's listening. I mean, if y'all have questions about this episode in particular and anything that we could probably bring up further down the line, you know, as far as one of our main topics, we're definitely open to it. Um, For me personally, I would say um, my takeaway from it is just find your spiritual, spiritual ground, find your morality and and live to the best you that you can be at the end of the day. And of course I won't, I don't judge you either way. Um, You follow what you, what you truly believe in life. So. You got anything, Jim? Um, shoot. For me personally, I, I, I just think just be a good person at, at the end of the day. I think that's what it boils down to. Mm-hmm. Have morals. Mm-hmm. So, anything cap off? I think, uh, be, you know, just be careful. Be careful entertaining spiritual systems that put a us against them mentality. You know what I mean? Because that closes our view to other systems. And you don't have to, you don't have to, I don't know, I get maybe, in, maybe in some of these words, you, sh- you can't re- read and learn about other things, but it really helps to understand a group of people by learning their spiritual system. And it's really beautiful because when you read all of them, you really start to see that they're all saying the same thing. You know what I'm saying? And when you know they all say the same thing and, and then that just helps you be able to bond, you know, with them. So... Dope, dope. What about you, Chad? I just think we need to remember at the end of the day that we are all people, no matter what size, shape, color, and we can like, live, learn, and love, man. Um, I'll just leave it at that, bro. I mean, we ain't got too much to say on this shit. What's up, man? Well, hey, it's been another episode of Why Not Us Podcast, where we challenge our people to grow consciously. This has been a great episode, man. Um, please like, subscribe. Leave a review, leave a comment, tell your friend to tell that friend, and then tell that friend to tell another friend. We love y'all. Peace. 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 Peace.